Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. This week is Parashas um, Tvarim, and it's also Shabbos Chazayin. So we're going to go through um, some of the halachas of the nine days, which we already covered last week, and mainly we're going to talk about um, the halachas of this Shabbos, how to prepare for Shabbos, and uh, Erev Tishabav and Tishabav. We, so we mentioned already last week that during the nine days we don't eat meat and we don't eat meat dishes, we don't add meat to dishes and we don't add wine to dishes either. Um, and uh, this applies to children as well. However, uh, on Arab Shabbos, being that uh, you know you can make early Shabbos and then you're allowed to eat meat, so children that are going to sleep before Shabbos begins and uh, they are kind of having their Shabbos meal before they go to sleep, even though it's still day, and they weren't like Mikabal Shabbos, so to speak, because they're children, but that's considered their Shabbos meal. So you can feed them fleshigs, you know, you can feed them the regular Shabbos food, um, and they can eat that even though it's still day on, on Arab Shabbos, that's fine. But as far as um, yourself, when you're cooking the food, and you, need, you want to taste it to see if it's um, you know needs anything. Uh, it should you should act, you're supposed to refrain from doing that unless it's absolutely necessary. So it's it's ideal to refrain from um, from flesh from eating fleshies unless unless you actually have to. <clears throat> the the most uh, one of the most prevalent of the most prevalent questions um, this week were uh, children coming back from camp, uh, which was a big issue. And uh, basically, um, uh, basically the you know each case is different, and you need to ask uh, a Shaila exactly how to approach that. Generally speaking, um, as long as it's children, we are lenient. And generally, when they come back from the camp, if you're going to leave the clothes in the condition that you find them when they come back from camp, there's not going to be much left of their clothing <laughs> after the nine days. So there, there is a lot of room to be lenient with that. Um, that having been said, uh, you can't um, wash your own clothing. Adults can't wash their clothing, and if you run out of clothing, uh, it's better to buy new than to wash, actually. So largely that would apply to undergarments and things like that. Um, but, but other, you know, or clothing otherwise is, is hard to buy new. It's difficult to buy, so that you could wash the minimum amount that you need. Preparing for Shabbos. Let's walk them, um, move over to preparing for Shabbos Chazayin. So uh, for this Shabbos, you can shower, uh, probably however it is you've been showering throughout the nine days, and for Shabbos is no different. Uh, the water should not be hot, it can be lukewarm, you know, it doesn't have to be painful, but it, uh, it, it should not be hot, and uh, you use, you know, keep it short and to the point, even when you're preparing for Shabbos, that still the same thing applies, just uh, you take a shower as you need, and um, and then you know it's not it's not for enjoyment purposes. For Kalakavit Shabbos, you are allowed to cut your nails, um, and women are allowed to uh, shave and wax eyebrows. Also, that's equivalent to uh, cutting nails, and it could be done Kalakavit Shabbos, or of course for a Lel Tefila, then it could always be done. Uh, for a Lel Tefila, you can take a regular bath, you can take a hot bath. That you know when you're preparing for a, lel, uh, a mikvah, you do everything the way you would always do it. Uh, funny thing, someone was listening to my shir I gave last week where I talked about shaving is permitted uh, Arab Shabbos in the nine days and he didn't understand that I was speaking to women. <laughs> so he thought that for some reason it's permitted to shave during the nine days. So just to be clear, whoever's listening out there, I'm referring to shaving for women, not uh, shaving a beard. That's not permitted. Okay. Um, freshly laundered clothing can be worn for Shabbos, but um, but not new clothing. You can't wear new clothing 
for Shabbos. And uh, as I mentioned before, tasting the food and feeding uh, children is that's okay. If necessary, you're allowed to polish shoes, um, and you can always you know clean off dirt. That's always allowed. Spot cleaning is also allowed for during the nine days as well. Um, Havdalah after Shabbos can be made on wine or prefer, preferably on grape juice. And if there is a boy in the family that's over five but younger than about 11, then it's ideal that that boy should drink the Havdalah wine or grape juice rather uh, and make sure that they, the, the child drinks the Revius, you know, doesn't just take a sip. Um, but otherwise, the father or adult, whoever it is that's making Havdalah, should, be, should drink the wine. Um, Uh, on Erev Tisha B'av, uh, the custom is that we eat a we eat a good meal um, before Mincha, and then the Sudas Ham of Sekes is eaten after the time of Mincha, or if you have Mincha, regardless, later on before the fast. And the Sudas Ham of Sekes itself should only be um, bread and um, one cooked item, which many people take an egg. Um, and there's a minig also to dip the bread into ashes. The sudam of sekas we eat on the floor or on a low place, the same kind of thing that we do for the rest of Tishabav, but you could wear shoes. You don't have to take off shoes while eating the sudam of sekas. And ideally, before you bench and the sudam of sekas, you're supposed to have in mind that you're not accepting the fast upon yourself yet because you probably still plan on drinking. So it's good to have that in mind. If you don't, it's not ma'akev, but ideally that's what you should have in mind. This Tishabav. Um, is not a nidcha, so there is no special leniency for pregnant and, lim- and nursing women. They do have to fast the tishabav, and each person, um, so pregnant women and nursing women do have to fast this tishabav, and each person should consult the rav and would discuss, you know, their, their particular situation, whether they need to fast or not. But as a rule, pregnant women do, and nursing women do have to fast this Tishabav. Some people permit saying Tehillim on Tishabav after Chatzais, if you say Tehillim every day, but all other forms of Torah learning need to be avoided, other than what's permitted on Tishabav, which would be like, you know, Kinnis or Eicha, or the things that are, you know, appropriate for Tishabav. All washing is prohibited on Tisha B'av, and washing hands is only up to the knuckles, but if someone's hands get dirty, like when you're changing a baby, they could wash off the affected area, and you can use a soap, but again, you should keep it as minimal as possible. After Chatzais on Tisha B'av, you can do housework, washing dishes is permitted, um, although your hands get wet, and cooking and all other food preparations should be done after Chatzais as well. A north... Another thing that's important to remember on Tisha B'av is that you don't greet a friend on Tisha B'av by saying Shalom or Good Morning. Um, and gifts also should not be given on Tisha B'av. It's the same like on, on Avel, an Avel who doesn't say hello, you know, or, or, or Shalom Aleichem. Those are things you avoid on Tisha B'av. Nachem and Aneinu are said by Mincha if you're fasting, but if you forgot, then you don't daven again. One thing that's different this year, since um, Friday is the day after Tisha B'av, it is permitted to do laundry on Matzah Tisha B'av. You don't have to wait till Chatzayis on Friday. So you could start doing t- uh, laundry Matzah Tisha B'av, and you're even allowed to take a quick shower on Matzah Tisha B'av, um, Shabbos, so to speak, even though you're going to take another shower on Arab Shabbos, but you are allowed to take a quick shower on Matzah Tisha B'av this year.